Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Women of Consciousness. Super, super excited for this new journey that we're about to embark on. As you know, um, Spirit and Coffee has transitioned into Women of Consciousness. I have taken a long pause, a uh, long break from the podcast because uh, it was time for me to sort of reinvent myself and part of alchemy is, you know, constantly shifting and changing, um, being aware when a big shift is about to occur, um, understanding how to you know, come to a new, um, new ways of being and understanding the world and engaging the world. And that's kind of what happened. I ended up doing a master's program, as you guys know. And so in, in doing that, um, a lot shifted. And, and part of that was like the podcast just kind of was dissipated, but not necessarily completely dissolved because I decided that, you know, what do I want to do in terms of, of the podcast and was kind of feeling like it needed a revamp or a fresh new face or a new start. So what ends up happening is, you know, I'm doing this beautiful program and then how wonderful to me, a community of individuals that are like-minded and kind of started focusing my energy on that more often and then now you know graduated finally with my master's of consciousness and transformative um, studies and met some amazing people and now have a partnership with someone who i had been wanting to do this work with an individual for so long but couldn't really find the right fit of person um and now finally found someone who you know is amazing we, we think the same and she brings her own unique gifts we're very uh have differences right which is awesome and that's what i always wanted somebody that's like thinks differently not we don't think exactly the same you know and, uh, but we're able to uh, work together so um you can welcome pam um and she has a company called linda school of alchemy which is really awesome so spirit and coffee and linda school of alchemy did a partnership women of consciousness and so we bring to you so pam if you want to introduce yourself um and just you know give some background about yourself yeah great thanks sally um yeah my name's pam or pamela um <laughs> uh let's see so yeah four years um in the jfk like program um right the consciousness and transformative studies that has completely just altered <laughs> like life um nothing's really been the same since that journey began um, so now that it's, you know, completed and we've graduated, just ready, like super excited to take all this knowledge and wisdom and life experiences and really help, you know, other people understand and, and grow and educate them. Um, so yeah, it's really exciting. Yeah, it is exciting. And I think the cool thing, and this is what I love is, um, you know, Pam, she is always talking about astrology, the stars, the the planets, where they're at, all the things that I I don't do. But that's cool because it adds a little bit of flavor, right, to to what we're doing. So yeah. um and yeah, so it's pretty pretty awesome um that she does that. You know, she can give us some updates when we do the podcast on what's happening, which I think is really cool, like a forecast of, hey, this is what's going on, here's what mm. you should be um, you know, um paying attention to what you should be um 
looking out for. Here's, you know, where your best creativity is going to come in. All the cool things that, you know, I yeah. personally am not on track with that stuff um, or whatever. <laughs> I lot. should be. It's, I know. It's <laughs> it can get overwhelming. <laughs> I know. So, so that's kind of nice. Um, and then, you know, hopefully people will start to join back in. You know, yeah, it's, absolutely. Yeah, it's been a while since um since you know i've done this so i don't know you know if people are still um coming to join but we can send out you know some some invites to individuals so that they can rejoin and hopefully you guys will mm. see that it is an expansion of spirit and coffee and it's going to be more there there'll be more topics more insights more different ways of approaching life you know there's not always said there's not just one way to approach something there's many right. ways to approach something and you know if you have more individuals who are sharing insights you know sometimes others resonate a lot better with other people mm -hmm. and yeah. you know and then that makes it um you know a lot easier and so we'll have guests and stuff like that but i think yeah. it's just gonna be fun to ideas. yeah um so women of consciousness you know um, and what is, what does that even mean? Right. Consciousness is such a vast word and that's like a huge word. It's like, oh, what is consciousness? Well, we, the reality is consciousness can be defined in so many different ways. Um, and you know, you even have, um, scientific ways of describing it where you have science, you know, talking about neuroscience and how the brain operates and, you know, works and all that kind of stuff. Um, you have people who believe consciousness is everything that it exists in everything, inanimate, animate objects, um, consciousness, you know, so it's, it's all this stuff. It's the universe. It's the one mind. Um, and I think, it's it just opens up the the floodgates for so many topics and ways of looking at the world and so Absolutely. it's almost yeah and it's almost to me like it's almost like alchemy right it's like alchemy has all these different ways that you can approach life mm -hmm. you know and i think consciousness is kind of the new yeah. new terminology for alchemy perhaps or something like that right cuz both of them can just unfold in certain ways so Absolutely um, yeah. So tell, tell me what you think about, about consciousness, Pam, like what's your take on it? Um, well, I definitely think it's this awareness, right? Like once you, um, cause there's the unconscious, right? What's kind of buried in what we don't know. We're just on autopilot, right? We don't have to really focus on, you know, closing our eyes or, you know, breathing. It just comes natural. But then, when you are like, oh, I'm holding my breath, right? Now you're like aware of how you're breathing. Um, so it's just that small shift, I think, is is kind of like the awareness of um, the person, the animal, whatnot. Um, I definitely think like, like you're saying inanimate objects like stones and you know crystals and things like this they have like a vibrational you know whether it's conscious or not there's definitely a vibrational frequency and they definitely have like you know these properties where you know quartz crystals are great recorders and you know there's there's different things like that um so i think there's levels of consciousness like that we don't fully understand um that we're working towards but 
the basic way that I can really describe it is just like this awareness. Either you don't see it and then you do or, you know, or you change it. Like you said, you know, you get a new perspective and it's like you become conscious of a, of a new um, idea or thought or, you know, action or like sensation in the body um, that before was a blind spot. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's like, and, and there's like these great, theories about, you know, consciousness and then the development of consciousness and how it evolves into different things. And I always was like, you know, why humans are so different? And I think that's the big question. I think that's what we've been trying to understand is why we're so vastly different um, and different how in the fact that we are constantly questioning and <laughs> trying to find some magical answer to her. <laughs> right. Overanalyzing maybe just a little. <laughs> yes. Overanalyze. We do all these things. And with that, I, right. I want to do like little one. This is what we do. We're looking for a very kind I'm just kidding. <laughs> I just to do that. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't really see the audio effects in the past. So now I'm like, oh, right. it reminds me of um, like NBC that when they used to, you know, do like the after school programming, and the <laughs> star would go across and it'd be like, the more, you know, I know exactly. <laughs> the more, you know, the more confused you are. So right. that's what we're doing. <laughs> so, so, um, but yeah, and I think with humans, we overcomplicate stuff. And, and yeah. it's funny because then we think about consciousness like, well, mm. oh, okay, well, consciousness is like just being aware of the unknown. And that's great. Mm. But I think we're just looking for this magical answer um, to all of these questions, which, you know, it's cool if you don't let yourself get away with it. And I think that's kind of where um, people, they kind of get away with it, right? They start... Mm feeling like they have no purpose or meaning and they're trying to find their way through life and they don't know how to just be yeah. um, in the moment, which is, you know, it's not easy to just be right. That's like yeah. one of the hardest things to do yeah. and, and then know that you're worthy and enough. And, and I think that's always been my purpose, you know, even with spirit and coffee that, I mean, that's, that's my purpose. And it's understanding that, you know, there's not just one magical way or one magical answer or one, you know, it's a journey. There's many ways. And, and that's, so consciousness is like, okay, well, there's layers too. Like if, if you're talking about it from yes. that perspective, like there's like this core, these big layers that you peel back to try to get mm -hmm. to this causation or core of why we feel so screwed up sometimes. <laughs> kind of analogy like <laughs> or the iceberg right the deeper you go into the subconscious <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah it out we're fishing for stuff and it's funny because if we don't have stuff to fish for then we we get bored and we start fishing for things that aren't even there <laughs> yeah Oh my gosh, that was, that was my experience over the weekend. Um, <laughs> kind of like watching other people on their healing journey and in that moment knowing like, oh, I'm not working on anything. Like, and there was this little voice that's like, well, don't go looking. <laughs> like, you don't need, if there's nothing coming to the surface right now, like just be and enjoy it. Like, you don't need to go searching for like, you know, soul fragmentations to like retrieve. Like you're getting a break in this moment. 
moment. <laughs> but it's and and we forget to like have gratitude for those moments where yeah. there's yeah because it's weird we always have to be in some emotion and that's fine because we know that like the real constant right anything mm -hmm. that we know for sure it doesn't matter what theory what things change yes. at least we experience things as change and 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 evolving even if you looked at the 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 cosmos and everything like that because mm -hmm. cosmology and um is part of consciousness as well and it's part yeah. of consciousness studies where they're looking at how the universe itself is constantly in motion and changing um mm. i like there was a quote that they said i really for you people who haven't watched it please go it's called how the universe works it's a really cool show i just love it um but it's funny because they they use funny words to describe like where we are in the universe right they're like we're in the suburbs like the <laughs> earth he's <laughs> like in the suburbs you're like we're just hanging out in the suburbs and and, and that's why we can have life on this planet because, you know, if we were closer into our black hole that, that's at the center, right? And of course, that theory, but it doesn't matter. They're like, hey, there's a black hole. If we were at the center of the black hole, right, we would be demolished, right? So sometimes I like to look at these bigger concepts because what they do is they kind of put me in my place and I'm like, okay, I'm a tiny little speck in this big grand design. It's beyond my understanding right? It's beyond everybody's understanding, really. Yeah. And it's funny because they're like, you know, we're in the suburbs where life is just right. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, yeah, there's a, there's opportunity for life to happen. But beyond that, and this is the great mystery, and this is what makes life cool when you start to think from this way, is that we have the opportunity to question that and to observe it and yes. to be, and then to co-create with it, which is Absolutely. really kind of, right yeah. and tomorrow so those things are like wow right yeah. so yeah so so tell me what you think about that Pam oh no I love that it's true my my favorite thing I read in a book um I don't know it was like the psychic Sylvia Brown you know back when Montel was on in like the 90s I remember being fascinated by her always being a guest and she wrote lots of books and in one of them you know she would talk about um how she would meet up with groups of people, um, you know, knowing where the aliens <laughs> were going to come and visit, you know, so they would go out there for these sightings. And in her book, she described it that Earth, the planet Earth is the insane asylum of the universe. <laughs> <laughs> and this is where like we all come to learn, right? Because we know it's a learning school, but at the same point, it's like the insane asylum. Like oh, only God. the bravest souls, you know, can really <laughs> come here and navigate it. So like that has always stayed with me from, from the, I don't even know what book it was. I just know like that one sentence is always like, been in the back of my mind because I'm like, how true is that? We're, you know, running around like crazy people all the time, making up these absurd rules. Like, you know, I'm like, oh, I got to follow. No, like we build it. We can destroy it and recreate it. Like, Oh oh, I feel like the suburbs is nice, right? But may maybe a little too peaceful. Like <laughs> we're, we're hiding out in this nice suburban area, like that's really cloaked in illusion. I know, right? <laughs> it gives us too much opportunity to question why we're here, and then we get uncomfortable with it. But yeah. Um, one of the things they were saying was like, you know, the universe is constantly trying to kill us, and I just thought that was hilarious because there's so much. There's so much. 
there's so much destruction and stuff like that happening, you know, within the entire universe, you know what yeah. I mean? Which is yeah. crazy. So we are kind of here just like hanging out, questioning, being able to observe, being able to try to understand why we're here, what our purpose is. And I think that's the biggest thing. And but I think here's what I think is that having life purpose is probably one of the most powerful things that we do have as well, if we can yes. tap into that potential. But yeah. most people spend their lives not being able to tap into that. And that's because yeah. of the, like you said, the crazy rules that we've made as humans. Yeah, we are literally conditioning, you know, through governments and societies and cultures, like your purpose is to get married, your purpose is to have children, your purpose is to go, you know, drive into a cubicle from nine to five, <laughs> and then come home and zone out on a TV and, and you know, maybe get vacations, you know, twice a year. Like, that's not a purpose, you know, like we need to expand. And I, I think really, truly understand that as a mother, like of, of four, that is part of my huge soul purpose is just to experience, you know, this kind of close relationship, you know, breaking, breaking intergenerational, um, you know, lineage stuff that's been passed down in the bloodline. And, you know, mm -hmm. that's like a bigger purpose. And, you know, you got the black sheep of the family that's the outcast. And, and it's like, well, did you ever really think about like why you're the outcast? Like what your role really is? Like, you know, to, and, and so I think the whole concept of like, you know, our purpose is not to go be actors in Hollywood and, you know, like that kind of fantasy. It's really sometimes just to show up and to, you know, be that caring or comfort, you know, for someone else or to find a way to help pass on the wisdom and the knowledge, right? Mm -hmm. So that I feel like purpose, really, if you look where your passion is, really look into your heart, what you're passionate about and what really drives and desire, you know, is there because I feel like that's entwined with with purpose. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And it's hard for people to get to that purpose. I think here's what I do. I see people are really looking for it. They're really trying to yeah. understand how to, how to tap into their own divine purpose. And yeah, especially in the Western world, you look at the people are so disconnected and they don't, they, they don't, I think even with COVID, like this yes. big long pause, they started to realize like, what mm -hmm. the hell? am I doing? And yeah. and then people had to go back to work. And I can guarantee you those people are like, why am I doing this? Like for what yeah. we get that the world goes round and that we have these resources we need. But, you know, I saw another meme. I've been like <laughs> zoning out to memes on Facebook. I'm like, Natalie, you need to stop this, but whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it you know, that's on my on the podcast or something <laughs> just kidding. Um, but you know it was like we're the only species that has to pay for food and i was right. like you're like what it, what are we doing like yeah. i just do we ever just sit back like these people like i get it you know there's like these individuals who want to control right they, they just mm -hmm. have this desire to control and manipulate and bend all the rules and do all this stuff whatever for their own personal gain right like i was in florida this guy had like 50 boats like they were just hanging out right yeah. i'm like what the heck like okay i get it you are maybe you have you know whatever but who needs 50 boats you're not even driving the 50 boats i bet they just sit there looking pretty yeah. and i'm like wow for what i do i just don't get it okay now it might sound a little judgmental and maybe it is and i'm only thinking like this because i'm like 
I think that consumerism and greed has gotten way the hubris, yeah. the greed, all has just it's it's over exaggerated at this point. Yeah. You know, it's cool. You're gonna take it out. Maybe you need two boats because you have like a bunch of friends, but eight boats of for what that are just sitting there. I bet you they sat there for years, right? So yeah. I'm thinking, wow. Like, I don't understand this, like humans, right? And I'm trying to understand, I'm trying to understand why, why this. And I'm like, well, that's what's going on. I think, you know, we are um, consumed with flashy things, right? Mm-hmm. Because it keeps us from really looking at what's happening, what's going on internally. Yeah. And, that, and then looking at internally is to like say, oh shit, like I have this greater divine purpose that I have to do, but you have to face all of these like crazy um, demons, if you want to call them that, or uh, dark night of the soul, if you want to call it that, you know, whatever you're going to call it, mm. you're going to have to face all that, right? And that means that you're going to have to sit still. And yeah. it's in this stillness, right, that we find it. And every major sage has said this, right, from Buddha to Christ to anybody, you just the Druids, mm-hmm. look at all these people, the shamans, they stood in complete silence. They didn't need a lot of things because they understood that's where the gems lie. They lie within our own understanding of our potential, yeah. our true potential, not to have a bunch of things, yeah. but to be able to, to add value back to the world. And that is a hard place to be. How do we add value back into the world in a way that that it creates legacy, right? It leaves this right. legacy for us um, yeah. beyond I'm just thinking, wow, like we have the potential to do that. We have the the ability to do that. Yet we are so, 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 so far manipulated and pressured from society and the way, you know, especially the Western world. I like to just keep saying that um, from these rules and these weird things that we've created as humans. It's like. It's like, it's kind of like Claire Graves, right? I like to talk about Claire Graves because he, he did say it. He said it perfectly. You know, the more that we try to solve problems, the more problems uh, arise, right? The more that mm. we try to solve things, the more problems, you know, occur. So it's like, just sit in the stillness and see what happens. Yeah. You know, maybe things will start to self-correct or whatever, just like the earth. Right. So... Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. No, definitely. I agree. And th- and that's the problem. Like, we're not, you know, I mean, when you think about, like, as kids in school, right, like, just even trying to move your body is it's like, sit still, sit still, don't move. And it's so, it's so hard for children, you know, to, to do that. And then we become adults and it's like the complete opposite where we just are still like, oh, distraction, distraction. Like, I don't want to go within because because we know like we you know it's all about and you were talking about this earlier about like how does consciousness evolve right so Mm -hmm. the way I have on my journey and through my own experiences working you know with myself consciousness is going to grow and evolve when you like hit your morals when you go inside and you really assess your values and your integrity when you really Mm -hmm. look at your relationships right when you can take accountability for all of the things that you have done that's been hurtful to another Mm -hmm. um as well as forgive forgive all of the people that have hurt you and that's really hard people don't know how to forgive they hold like if they don't have that hatred or that anger like, how are they going to, like, wake up in the day, you know, especially when there is pain 
and loss, you know, kind of on the other end of that, that they're like not, you know, getting into. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's like, we don't even know fully, you know, how to understand our internal world of emotions and thoughts. And, And then we have these concepts of good and bad. So then there's shame. There's this underlying, you know, everybody's kind of shamed for, you know, whether they shame themselves or feel their own guilt or, you know, they have family members or friends that make them feel that. Mm-hmm. And so it's really takes a lot of courage, I think, to to want to sit in stillness and to face the ugly parts of us, you know, as well as the beautiful parts that, that again, are also, right, sometimes rejected or not um, acknowledged, right? We're never appreciated for any of that. So we don't see it in ourselves. Mm -hmm. Um, But the more that we can find this stillness, the more that we can do that, um, you know, integrational work, right? The shadow work. Yeah, it's going to trigger a dark night of the soul, like you said. It's going to bring you into some really low vibrational, dark places of anxiety and fear and depression and sadness and loneliness. But at the same point, like, it's only a phase. You're not going to get stuck there forever. And that's the thing. I think people get stuck there and then there's like medications, right? The pharmacy companies that are abusing that, like alcohol, mm-hmm. alcohol being pushed on us as a society because that's acceptable. You can be a drunk or you can, you know, like self-medicate. Um, it, but so it's like even the tools, the tools aren't there. And then the ones that are are just to keep us in that space so that we can't really fully heal and evolve. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so it feels like us against the world sometimes or, you know, I, so I can understand why people kind of have that, you know, perspective of like the world's always out to get me. Mm-hmm. But if you can shift it, like if you can, you know, do the work and, and gain the courage and the strength, I think it's a battle that's worth, you know, kind of fighting and winning. Um, yeah. Because something has to give, like something has to give as a human species. Mm -hmm. And that's where I feel like the universe has its own journey, right? The planet Gaia has her own kind of hero's journey. She's got her own kind of thing mapped out. And, you know, we think we're in charge all the time (laughs) and and that Mm -hmm. we're like on the top of the list um priority wise but it's not true we are connected and we are part of this system we are not the ones in control mm-mm, mm-mm. And but we i mean we, we try and i think that's yeah. the big thing right is like these people yeah. are just trying to control it all it's almost like pinky in the brain right they're like oh, yes rule the world well you know a lot of people have tried and they have failed because it's too yeah. hard all that power to be in the hands of one individual or even a group of individuals, right? Because yeah. it's great that there's always the trickster shows up yep. to change the narrative in some way. And yep. they can, never, I like to talk about that can never account for the trickster, right? The trickster is going to show up and, <laughs> and they're going to be like, well, we didn't account for that. So now we're not going on that trajectory. So it's never going to work out even in the dire times, but you're right with the, the stagnation of you know medications and pharmaceuticals because it does put people in keeps them trapped kind of in that space without yeah like the only way out is through right yeah so they're like well, let's just go ahead and medicate individuals so that they don't go through because that's right. the only way is to face right. it right without any medication and it's scary 
it's not easy. You know, I, um, I've had my own addictions that I've had to overcome myself. Yeah. And I feel like and, everybody has, whether it's oh, yeah. food or, you know, TV or sex, like, you know, shopping, yeah. like anything, anything that is pleasurable to us, like we can dive into an excess and then becomes an addiction. It does. And then it's like this thing to like get us from not looking at what we really need to be looking at, right? Which is that shadow, right. that scary part that right. you know, our own shadow is scarier than any other thing on this planet. I can tell you that. Yeah. Um, we start looking at ourselves and going, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> you know, those absolutely. thoughts that come in your head, you're like, what is this? Um, and and <laughs> But beyond that, and this is why, you know, women of consciousness exist, right, is because mm -hmm is um there is a process and now is the process the same for everybody no um but it is a process yeah but and, there's a lot of structures the universe has its own kind of structure and i think if you can catch that and find tools that work for you um because it is like we all kind of go through the same themes like, you know, but, but it's just going to be seen different because we're a diverse planet, you know, diversity is everywhere and we can't escape that in, it, in itself. So absolutely. Yeah, if, everything the the same, if, if everything was the same, nothing would exist. Right. Right. <laughs> right. right. Cause, cause what would be the point? <laughs> it would be so boring. <laughs> but, but it couldn't be the same because then it would, right? It would cease to exist because right. there would only be one because it'd Absolutely. be the same. Right? Absolutely. But yeah, it's like that, that there is that diversity. And, and but I like that what you said, there's structure. And that, that's true. There is a structure. If you can catch that structure, mm -hmm. I, I like that. if you could yeah. catch that structure, then you can, yes. and then you can participate too, right? Yeah. With, uh, with, yeah. with, yeah. And I think and that's, that's what you, astrology. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no, I was just saying that's what we're doing. Like, that's the mission of women of consciousness, right? Like, all of these things that we've gone through, that we've studied, that we've seen and experienced, um, and we've caught on. We've awoken to the structure of alchemy, right? And how to really use that in the day to day. And so here we are. We're trying to help people. We're trying to help them break out of the matrix, break out of, you know, this kind of slave mentality to consumerism and capitalism because like the truth is like the government don't really care about us like <laughs> these companies don't care about us they just see us as numbers that like you know fill quotas to put money in their pockets and make them more powerful mm -hmm. you know yep. and like humanity again going back to the consciousness of the universe and the planet like we're going back <laughs> into this, you know, balance, you know, we're going into this oneness again. Um, and so that journey is going to take time, but we, we see it, you know, you and I see it in waves of, of feminine and masculine, you know? Um, mm -hmm. and, and so like, yeah, I feel like it's about trying to help people see that. Wow, um, because that. the more of us <laughs> that can catch on to that wave and ride that wave, Mm -hmm. It's going to help um, evolve us as a species to where we're going. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think people are catching on too. Okay. You know, because the thing is, even in in consumerism, right, or capitalism, 
Um, because you know, I, we, one day we're going to have a thing about spiral dynamics on here. So just so you guys yes. know who are on here and by the way, I just want to stop. I know we're just like talking cause we get excited about this stuff, but, um, <laughs> welcome to those who are on as well. So yes, thank welcome. you guys for being, and being here with us and stuff. And, um, uh, you can always put comments at the bottom. Eventually we'll like, you guys can ask questions and stuff like that if you want to, but um, we just want to thank you for being here and being live with us. So uh, yes. that's, that's always fun. I like to do the live. I love to see if people are engaging or on, um, but you guys are always welcome to put some quotes at the bottom, whatever people get engaged, involved. But, um, but yeah, I think, um, you know, we, um, you know, there's in, in spiral dynamics, it's, it's a theory with theoretical framework. I'm not going to get into it because you know, it's so much, but <laughs> it's all so much. Part it, <laughs> well, part of it is, is the, the capitalism and it is a worldview. It is a paradigm. Um, and mm -hmm. you know, it served its purpose for whatever reason for us to evolve in our own, yep. our own consciousness as well. But, you know, we've got to, um, we've got to outgrow that at some point and we've got to move yes. forward because yes. it's, it's, staying in capitalism is, is going to uh, it's basically going to dry up all the resources faster than we need to. Mm. So, you know, it's, it's good. It's not that it's terrible. It's just that it's terrible because it's too much, you right. know, and it's too much greed, too much. Yeah. It's becoming this monstrous like um, paradigm. That's like, like, I would say it's like Kali. It's just eat all the stuff. I just have to eat everything. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh my God, slow down. You can't eat it all at once. Like slow down. Let's just savor it. Right. But mm -hmm. you know, not really what's happening. Right. The guy with seven to 20 boats, whatever he has, I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> I don't understand one man having that many boats, but whatever. I mean, I, right. I know he's judgmental. Trust me. I know. Um, but it, it's not necessary for, for, you know, how is that adding value back to the world is what I, that's how I like to think of things. Like, how is it adding back? I'm very minimalist yeah. myself. Um, and I like nice things. I'm not saying I don't like nice things. I'm not saying I wouldn't go on a boat, you know, right. but you don't need excess. <laughs> I don't need excess, but you know, yeah. I am human and I have like maybe an excess of pens. I probably have too many right? pens. Right. Well, that's, <laughs> that's way different. That's way different. I'm looking at it like, okay, well, maybe I have too many pens. But I constantly <laughs> will give stuff away. Yes, me too. I feel very uh, claustrophobic when I have too much stuff anyway. I'm just yeah. like, oh, I can't breathe. I, I feel like I've been decluttering my house for like mm -hmm. years. You know, it's mm -hmm. been eight years um, mm -hmm. since my divorce. And I feel mm -hmm. like for eight years now, I'm still trying to like, you know, get rid of stuff and get rid of stuff. And with, mm -hmm. you know, four kids like yeah they accumulate a lot and that's the thing too because it's like these holidays and all of that you know and then birthdays and it's mm -hmm. like I, they roll around and i'm like man like you guys have everything you need like exactly. and over the years it's like okay i'm gonna stop buying like you know puzzles i'm gonna stop buying like all yeah. of the small pieces because everything gets lost and not played with and then it got to a point where i was like you know what like, I'm not even going to do Christmas. Like, I will do, like, a stocking and maybe one gift. And then let's go on a family vacation. Yeah, let's I go like spend that. a – yeah, let's go spend a week. And so that's what we do. Like, last winter we went down to, um, like, Newport, Rhode Island and, mm -hmm. and stuff, you know, and went to some museums. I went to, like, a zoo. And, you know, um, it was just beautiful. Like, and and so for me it's, like, let's find ways of, of making memories rather than, mm -hmm. like, 
showing mm-hmm. people we love them by having to buy them stuff or mm-hmm. feeling like we have a void and we're lonely. So we're constantly like buying, you know, f- trying to fill these voids within us with consumerism. And, mm-hmm. and I've realized for me, it is spirituality. Like I can see that now when I am not like completely connected with source, when I have to be too much, you know, in the human kind of world and I lose <laughs> that balance. Like there's a part of me that is craving connection with like my gods and my goddesses and doing my ceremonies and my rituals. And and so when I'm out there, you know, under a full moon, which we have a new moon in two days, um, you know, like I'm so excited to tap in and be out there and and just feeling like, okay, this energy is coming from the universe and this is a great time for new beginnings and like looking at all the projects I'm starting or, you know, with a full moon, just being like, okay, it's time to let go and like burn stuff, you know, in the fire to release it. And like, yeah, in the same way, I don't want to clutter and hold on. Like we've got to detach and let go, you know, and that's the biggest thing Buddha was trying to teach, right? Attachment causes suffering. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. It does. It really does. And so, yeah, so moving forward, moving on, um, letting go, releasing all of those things. Um, and also it's almost like when you let go of that stuff, you're letting go of, um, these parts of yourself that are weighing you down too. You know what I mean? Yes. Because as within, so without, it's really true. It's like, mm-hmm. I remember when I, um, was moving into my apartment, right. And I was like, I, I was with my therapist. I'm like, I have this one box and, you know, cause I was having all these anxiety attacks. And I think after, you know, um, COVID mm-hmm. anxiety, I had never had anxiety attacks or I at least had, I probably held the anxiety so deep in my tissues and in my body that I didn't even realize it until right. I had to and things changed and I was like whoa what is this and it was anxiety and I was like I my heart rate was I mean I was just this ball of like anxiety and I didn't know how to manage it and there was this one box that I was like it was like the clutter in my head and it you know I was like I'm I don't know why I can't bring myself to go through that box but it's like hindering me from moving forward because it's that space in my mind that's cluttered yes And it was just this really deep connection between my internal world and my external world. And I started saying, wow, like I can see the connection of the internal and internal because I'm able to look at this box and I know that my head, like I can't move forward. I feel overwhelmed. I have this anxiety and it's clutter and then I need to get rid of it. And then I couldn't figure out how to do it. And finally she was like, well, you know, try why don't you try one thing at a time just at least just open it up and then you know do this and you know I went through it and I think there was like I don't even know there was like maybe eight things in there there wasn't even a lot of stuff in there but I was making it (laughs) it was right I was like you're just really making this bigger than it needs to be um yeah but and so there's this deep connection of as, as within so without that I look around at my space And I like wide open kind of empty space, not a lot of stuff. You know what I mean? And and I like to be able to get up and go whenever I please. Like if I want to move, you know, it's not, I don't have a lot of things. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's really easy for me to be mobile and, and, you know, kind of migrate into different places or whatever. Right. So like a nomad or whatever, um, which is what we used to do. And I think us as a human race kind of getting back to that, um, 
it's going to be important. There's a lot of people on the planet. So it's, it's kind of hard where like, I mean, there's a lot of people that, that, that are on the planet at this point in time. Yeah. And, you know, we'll see how many people actually are willing to um, sort of reconnect with earth because you have, you have this, um, and this is something we talk about on the podcast at one time is that you have this um, connection from the earth, but also AI is starting to take over. And so I yeah. think this is kind of my theory. And I think I've talked about it before. It's like, I think there's going to be this split, right? It's kind of like, kind of like in the matrix in a way where there's like, well, we're Zion, we're the, the natural people. And then you have these people that are totally connected to the, the matrix, right? Or they're going yeah. into cyberspace or whatever. And I, I, you know, we're headed in that direction. You can tell, you can see yeah. it where you know, AI is is coming into play where I think there's going to be a time where people will choose between. And, and my kind of theory is that the cyberspace world is more of you reincarnating because, you know, you, I think eventually you're going to be able to upload like your consciousness into a program. I think they're already doing it, right? Oh, we're um, doing crazy stuff with it, uh, you know, <laughs> and, and the hand and the brain and like, yeah, I'm all uh, set. <laughs> yeah. And then you can even be put into a robotic body, you know, yeah. you know, you know like your whole consciousness, like they put you into this. So who knows? Like it, it literally is coming to that. And right. I think that I believe, you know, and I don't think it'll be our lifetime might be the next lifetime or whatever, is that there's going to be a point where you'll have people who are trying to live organic um, and natural within, in the earth and others who are, you know, going into this cyber world, um, yeah. AI stuff, you know, and neither is right, wrong, good or bad, right? It's all alchemy. Right. Um, I feel, um, you know, those who are like, I'm really kind of done with this. Like I, I, to me in alchemy, the thing I never really understood is the elixir of immortality. Like I don't want to live here forever. I get that people want to live forever, but like, I don't want to live particularly here in this insane asylum, like you said earlier. Right. right? There's got to be, there's other planets. There's other, there's something better out there in the multiverse. Like, come on, yeah. Yeah, I know, but they're like, is a grass greener on the other side? Maybe not. But, right. but who knows where you'll land up, right? You might be right. like, yeah, back on Earth, it was way better there. Right. <laughs> But I think it all depends on how you evolve your soul, you know. Um, but that's a whole different kind of <laughs> long-winded conversation. <laughs> that's There's other better places. You just got to do the work and evolve your soul, so it doesn't have to come back to the school asylum. <laughs> <laughs> school asylum is it's hilarious, and, yeah. I, and I do think it's true, right? Like we're just yeah. like crazies. We all have our opinions mm. and everybody's like this and then they get into the the whole political you yeah. know, stuff and I'm like nah I can't do all that I'm sorry you know it's 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 a human construct right politics and stuff it's human construct yeah. the natural world is a lot more well it is a lot more well I don't know I would say it's a lot more violent but I guess it's equally violent um in the real world you know you have if you look at nature itself right we're not yeah. um putting uh, a black widows and prey mantises in jail for like eating their <laughs> partners. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> We're just like, okay. That's all I, I'm probably getting off topic. You guys are probably like, what the hell is this girl talking about now? Uh, all over the place, but it's true because right. you know, you know, if we, if a human did something like that, you definitely would be in jail. Yeah. Um, 
But the truth is we have those basic animalistic instincts that are still part of our reptilian, you know, lower <laughs> brain, yeah. you know? So, it, it, but that's part of facing your darkness though. It really <laughs> is. That's where like the shadow work comes in. And it's about accepting and understanding that. Like, it doesn't mean I need to go out and actually kill and hurt people, but I can understand that, yes, I am psychologically and neurologically wired to mm -hmm. defend myself or you know mm -hmm. it's horrible especially as a parent because we we do see you know that a lot in culture you know but but yes animals you know they sent something wrong with the baby in the pack or you know like and they will take out the weakest or the illness or or you know whatever get too overwhelmed and by parenthood right and snap and it's yep. like we are no different than any other species of animals like we get pushed to a limit, like we snap, you know, and, but then it is, it comes down to the morals and the judgment and all the things that those other species don't have. Right. Which but, separates us, right? Because yeah. you know what I mean? That's what, that's what makes us unique in our exactly. own right, which is cool because that gives us the opportunity to co-participate and know that we're co-participating yes. with the divine. But we can we can never truly get there until we face, like you said, that that reptilian shadow side. We have to go through it. We have to yes. be able to face it, right? Um, I think there was. Um, I'll say this last thing, and then um, if you want to do like maybe a chart reading or something, of what's going on? That would be cool. But okay. I think it was thick that said something like, um, "Oh, it is." And it's there's a video you guys could watch it. I don't know where you guys could find it, but it's talking about like I am. I don't know if we saw this in our class. Maybe we saw it in our class, one of our classes. But it was like, you know, I am the murderer. I am the rapist. And it, it's you say those things. It's like, whoa, what? But it, what he was trying to say is that we are all of it. We yeah. are. It's part of the collective unconscious, the collective consciousness. Yeah. And it's there. We are able. We are Cain. You know right. what I mean? We are all of these things. Mm -hmm. and, and we, but the thing that we don't want to accept is that we are this part of like humanity that's like very very reptilian like you said it's like we are the the mantis we are the you know the the black widow we are you know all these things and it's like whoa and then it's hard to like sit with that because most people are like no i'm good i'm this i'm that it's like yeah yeah we all have the shadow you you and, and to be a true alchemist and to truly live your divine purpose you have to face that. Even Jesus Christ yeah. went out and faced his demons, right? He yeah. went out the devil, right? So there's even that story is there. So for Christians, people who are Christian, everybody had to face their darkness. Um, and it, it's it's scary. It, I, I, I'll be the first to say it is a scary thing to face, you know? And, yeah. and, and then once you do and you're able to like understand how to transform it, transmute it, you can start living a life of purpose. Um, and know your heart, right? And know that your heart is good and healed. Um, and the people who hang out in that that uh, darkness or whatever you want to go, I don't want to, I hate to call it darkness. It's not really darkness, but they hang out in the shadows and and, and are stuck there. You yeah. know, I feel like, like you said, it's not their time. Maybe, maybe it's not their time to evolve into a different, maybe that's their lesson for this time. Right, to, absolutely. And then to evolve from, so. Yeah. So crazy so if you want if you could for our listeners um yeah. you know i love that you know pam is part of this now yeah. so if you want to tell us kind of what's going on astrology what's happening yeah what people should be aware of so go right. ahead 
Well, well, kind of, you know, tailing off of what you were just saying and going into that, like we are living, like the way I see it is like it's a spectrum, right? A spectrum of vibrational frequencies. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you have very low vibration that is dark and dense, you know, unconscious or very low consciously, you know, it's not evolved. And then you have like, you know, all the way up on the other spectrum, you know, and in, in a million places in between. But then you have like the gurus, right? The people that have done the work, the high vibrational energy of the love and and the peace and the harmony, right? And these are higher frequencies um, that don't feel heavy. It feels light on the body. And we're just so, and then it's like a pendulum, right? And we see this within the seasons. If you look from the um, solstices, that's as far as we go into the light or the darkness, right? And then at the equinoxes, we're, we're swinging, you know, back into the other one, but we're like at the halfway mark. And right now, we are just so far swung into like the darker, heavier energies. And like we're trying to kind of swing back, right? And raise all of that frequency up into like a higher vibrational state. And I feel like that's what astrology is trying to help us do. Like all of, you know, and it's not even just the planets, you know, the sun is doing stuff. And then we have other other suns and other stars um, in the constellations, and then like even comets and asteroids, they all have their own energetic frequency and they all have their own kind of like personality trait. Um, So that in itself is like, you know, this cosmic dance and we're energy, like we're, you know, the part of this um, quantum, right? This quantum energy, electromagnetic energy field, you know, science has already proved all that. Um, And so when certain alignments happen and things, you know, it can be more intense. And then we're not understanding why we're feeling this, but that's where astrology um, can come in and help. And so, there's, there's been so much. I feel like it's been speeding up and escalating. I feel like the, the alignments and the shifts have been way more, you know, intense, um, because it's causing us to, to like, to waken on our conscious level. Um, so the biggest one was really this summer. Um, September 3rd is kind of maybe when it ended. So we're just pulling out of Venus. Venus had a retrograde. And um, a retrograde is when the planets, they slow down in their orbit and they look like they are spinning backwards. And so they will, um, you know, she was in the, the sign, the constellation of Leo. And so it will take longer for the planet, like they'll stay in that sign a lot longer and say like, I can't remember the exact degrees, but if she was at like, um, 20 degrees in Leo and then she moves back, you know, to like five and then she starts her direct position again after like so many weeks of retro, um, then she's going to go all the way back through Leo. And so like we have a lot of planets right now. Um, there's like six of them that are all in a retrograde. So Mercury, Mercury's about to come out on the 15th. He's at the end. So I think that's like one people are really familiar with. Um, They notice it the most because it's travel, electronics, communication, you know, all of those things kind of go in haywire. Um, But with Venus, she only goes every 18 months. And so I do Oracle readings um, as part of my business out of a metaphysical store. 
And this summer, like everybody, like all, it was mostly women. I do, you know, I'm not going to lie. It's mostly a women <laughs> based customer. Um, but like, they were just like, wow, like I just, my, and my relationship just ended. My relationship just ended. Like, you know, or, or when am I going to find love? I'm like, I'm ready and I'm looking for the partner. And I mean, it, to me, it was like, I knew what was going on. I'm like, all right, yeah, you're tapping into this Venus and Leo. Cause it's all about love, right? Leo is the heart of the, of the Zodiac, um, the Christ consciousness. And with Venus, it rules partnerships and relationships and love and beauty and money finances. So a lot of relationship and financial, um, July, August and September, like we're really impacted, um, and so that's kind of coming to a close. Mercury's kind of come into his close. And then we're going into the fall equinox. And so with that, you know, all of the planets, they're really having us slow down and, and try to make us reflect, right? That's why it's like the retrograde. So it's like the RE, um, the prefix about, yeah, like, um, re like I'm thinking recycle, but that's not really one, <laughs> but you know, like retrospective, you know, like return kind of even back to what happened maybe a few months ago. Um, and so our culture though, is like work every day, work every day. If you slow down, you're lazy. If you, you know, if you're not trying and out there, like pushing and pushing and marketing, you know, or whatnot, like you're not going to be successful. And when we look at the seasons and how our bodies are attached with that, it's not true. Like we need to rest in the winter. We need to go within. And right now we're kind of um, heading in that way, right? We're harvesting um, what we just grew all summer, like we're, you know, we're reaping what we sowed in, in our own inner gardens and in our lives of what we put out and manifested. And so like for you and I, we started in January, you know, right around Mercury retrograde um, and, and started like working, you know, together on all these projects and things. And, and then the, the year went through and, you know, that relationship deepened and like, you know, it naturally, kind of came into this alignment. Um, but I see like Venus, I see Venus and Leo being a massive, you know, um, like thumbs up for us, <laughs> you know, like, yes, I, I am, I'm helping to bring you together. Like now is this divine timing, right? When you feel that alignment. Um, and then I would just say really like eclipse season is the next like big thing. Um, we have two eclipses in October. And that's really, again, eclipses have to deal with like our fate and our destiny. And if you are not where you're meant to be, it will feel like a massive tower moment. Um, and, and it gets a little complex. I don't know, like dive right. I think maybe that could be something we do as it gets closer, really just do a whole special around eclipses. Um, but that in itself has been a powerful energy. So I would say looking back at April, April and May when we just had um, that set of eclipses because they, com they come in like six-month kind of cycles where they'll be closing out. Um, so April was closing out kind of last October. So this October is going to kind of close out what, what started or what was happening in, in April. 
Um, so even those are like little mini chapters that we can work with and understand, okay, where is the universe trying to get me to go? Okay. Thank you. Thanks, Pam. Well, I yeah. think what we'll do um, for those listening and stuff like that is we'll do some some specials around like, what does it mean? Where are the planets? What's happening? What does that mean for your life? What to look out for? You're not crazy. Trust me. Right. The Our teachers, our shamans, our um, warrior spirits, our healers, whatever you want to call them, were understood the stars. And it's because we didn't have all the light pollution, right? They understood what was going on in the cosmos. Um, and I kind of feel like that's why we have light pollution so that we couldn't really see what was happening up there because it helps us to understand yeah. where we are because we're all connected in that way. Um, and so we will, you know, give you guys some updates. Pam is the one who does that. <clears throat> And can tell you guys like what's going on so you don't feel like hey something's wrong with me it might be like hey this is what's happening in the planets and in the cosmos mm. you know prepare yourself so that you you're aware just yeah. so you kind of know and if you're feeling a certain way yeah. you can be like hey you know my venus is in retrograde in leo <laughs> or whatever <laughs> and then at least right. gives us some way to like to like say what's going on right i'm i'm right. i feel this energy naturally without being connected to the cosmos, but I'm always right on. But if you listen to your internal intuition, you'll feel what's going yeah. on around you. But this gives you kind of a dialogue, a narrative to be able to say, hey, this is probably what's going on. Knowing that there's always a way out. It's going to come on the other end. You're going to come out of it. You will not always yeah, be in that space forever, but you can be like, okay, so I can kind of maybe feel the energy is going to end maybe during this time. And so Pamela, with yeah. that um and i think it's time to close so um we've been on here for quite some time which is good i love it thank you right sure. i know nice little <laughs> audience so though but you you guys are um mean the world to us so you know yeah, comments. You, so you guys are always welcome to comment in the comment box put your messages and if you have questions and stuff like that for us but we will be getting on here more often um i do miss getting on the podcast and sharing um, experiences with you and talking about everything from aliens to whatever it is, right? The cosmos. I mean, consciousness is so huge. Who knows? Um, yeah. But um, everything from quant the quantum to the the macro to the micro, if you want to put it that way. Um, so thank you guys yeah. for joining us. Um, we love you. Thank you so yeah. much. And we will see you soon. Have a good day. Bye. Bye. -bye.